Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. What are the connections between purity culture and race? Why does purity culture work so hard to disembody people, make them feel as if they're not living in their own skin? And what do these things have to do with each other? Well, we're incredibly excited to announce our next Straight White American Jesus seminar, Purity Culture, Race, and Disembodiment. In this class, the instructor, Dr. Sarah Mosliner, who is a leading researcher on purity culture and the leader of the After Purity Project, will take participants through various histories and ideologies as they relate to the racist origins of purity culture and how disembodiment is a tactic used by white evangelical leaders and others in order to achieve cultural, political, and religious dominance. Sarah Mosliner is the author of Virgin Nation, uh, a leading scholar on purity culture and someone who's been studying this topic for over 15 years. Our seminar is going to run in May, every Thursday, and you can find all the information at straightwhiteamericanjesus.com under the Seminars tab. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. And today I have a, a great guest, and that is David Morris, who uh, a man who uh, bears many titles. And I'm going to talk about all those in a second, but I'll just say first, David, thanks for joining me. Hey, it's really great to be here. I've been a fan first, Brad. It's well, I, that's awesome, and it's it's always flattering when people say that. And I'm I'm always I never know what to say except for thanks for listening and and thanks for for tuning in. We're here to talk about your new book, Lost Faith and Wandering Souls. A Psychology of Disillusionment, Mourning, and the Return of Hope. And uh, I just love the title, first of all. I love the whole project because I think it's a project we, we've we needed for a long time. And there's so many people who are going to benefit from it. But let me talk about you for a minute. So, David, this is going to not make sense for a second, but I, it will uh, in the end, I promise. This is what I tell my class all the time. So I talk about the ocean a lot. It's really important to me. I love surfing. It's like a big uh, outlet for me. And in the surfing community, there's often people called like a water man or a water woman, a water person. And what that means is, is yes, you're a good surfer, but you have all these skills in the water. You might be a great free diver, a great like wind uh, surfer. You might be a really good paddleboarder and paddleboard from one island to another 50 miles, right? You're probably a, maybe trained as a lifeguard and you can like save people's lives uh, and and help people with water safety. Like you're just, you're, you are at home in the water, right? That's, and that title is like a very revered title in the surfing community. Well, I feel like in uh, in the book community, you know, you have really reached the, the level of waterman because you are a publisher. Uh, you've been in publishing for a long time. You're now a publisher at your own house, Lake Drive Books. You're an agent uh, uh, at Hyponymous, and you're you're doing amazing work helping authors get their projects published. And you're an author. And uh, we're here to talk about your own book. So, you know, I often imagine someone like you, like wearing a, like a checkered suit with like a, you know, a pocket square and some really hip glasses because you've earned it. You know, when some people wear that outfit, I'm like, you have not earned it. But David, I think you have just because you've 
you've hit all the marks when it comes to a man of letters. You know, do you feel that way? Do you wake up and feel, you know, that in your chest or, or am I just pumping you up? You know, that's the ironic thing. Like I never planned on being in publishing. I thought I was going to be a psychologist and <laughs> a counselor. And so, yeah. And in, the, in these days, I feel like I just need to morph into a new outfit. I want to put on like this. I want like the, the all black thing going on. Okay. Okay. But I haven't, I don't know if I can do that. I'm, I don't know if I look good that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, you're, we'll get you, we'll get you a stylist and we'll just try out the new looks and see what, what's going on. So, all right, enough, enough of my uh, ridiculousness. Yeah, of course, we're here to talk about your new book. And the reason I love this book is in many ways, um, you know, you, you call it a psychology of disillusionment morning in the return of hope. But in many ways, to me, this is a psychology of deconstruction. You're, you're helping people understand what happens when they lose their faith, that what are the psychological mechanisms that kind of, and the steps that people go through. And, you know, it's, it's a really big and important issue because so many folks are undergoing this process as we speak. And I know you have personal experience with this. I know that you have um, some kind of personal tie in here. And so if you don't mind, I'd love to kind of start there. You know, you, you connect the book in some ways to your own faith deconstruction, or at least your own sort of faith journey. I'll, I'll put it, I'll let you choose the words. Before we get into the kind of like very, uh, in some ways, technical aspects of the book, the psychology and the various, sure. you know, the various uh, approaches there. I'm just wondering, what, what is your own background? I mean, you talk about losing your faith twice. Yeah. What happened the first time? Let's start there. Yeah. 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 So I, I grew up an evangelical preacher's kid and, uh, you know, I think, I think I just, you know, as I went to college, let's just, let's just go there right away. I, I just sort of like followed my brain out of evangelicalism, really. You know, I, I took courses, I wanted to be in psychology. So, you know, that, that in itself is sort of certainly by the evangelical community seen as an intrusion onto, onto their ground, but I was just doing it, you know, naively and, and because it was interesting to me. And then I took courses on religion. I love studying world religions, you know, just, just even reading uh, sacred texts from other traditions. It's like a, it's like a thing of curiosity, you know, it's just pure curiosity. And, and we don't even approach our own Bible that way sometimes because we've got so much baggage as we approach it. But, you know, and just as I continued to study and learn and uh, got into some philosophy a little bit, you know, it just, it just, it just kind of hit me one day on a college campus. You know, I wouldn't say I had a traumatic experience. I wouldn't say that, that it was, you know, just really, really tough, but I really felt a palpable sense of loss. You know, I just, I remember being sad. Like, what did I, you know, what have I been believing in all this time? And, you know, over time I started to put language to that. One of the things is I just realized that, you know, it's not just a developmental thing. It's more than that. It's more than just youthful overcoming and, and growing up from a, from a, um, logical thought point of view. It's like, no, I, there's, I was told some stuff that just, I, I don't know why I was told that stuff. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up 
and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. Mm -hmm.